What's up, guys? Alright, this episode was absolutely amazing. Um, it, I really enjoyed sitting down with Michael and talking to her about fitness, mental illness, morning habits, um, business. So if you find any value or just like this, please... Um, tag her, take a screenshot and tag her in it and share it on Instagram. She can be found at Tyler Michael Chauncey. Um, the description of the spelling, the specific spelling will be in the description. Oops. Uh, yeah, just tag her in it on Instagram. Give her a shout out. Let her know what you think. Um, you know, and tag me in it also at none of your business 406. So I hope you guys enjoy because I did. This one is a banger. Go. All right. So I'm sitting here with Michael Chauncey. Michael Chauncey. Yeah. All right. This is pretty exciting. We've been talking about this for weeks now. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm really, no, yeah, really excited I, for this. <laughs> Heck yeah, I definitely appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. So what do you do? Who are you? Well, I do everything. Um, I own two businesses. I own my own online personal training business. I also am in network marketing. I own my own nutraceutical company, which is really awesome. And then uh, I'm a personal trainer for Fuel Fitness here in Missoula. And I also work for Sun Mountain. Uh, we do golf bags number one golf bag manufacturer in the U.S., and I do account management for them as well, so cool. busy. <laughs> you are, yeah, right yeah. on. And how old are you? I'm 28. You're 28, yep. so you're just a young yep. entrepreneur killing it. On the, uh, yep. Yeah, you know, that's like why I started this podcast, was like inspire young entrepreneurs and like young businessmen and women to like Absolutely. go do stuff, and like I see like the mission that you're on, and like I love it, like I need to talk to her. I want her on the show because I feel like you have a message. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, like, what does like what does like personal training do for you? Um, personal training kind of for me is weird. So, uh, in high school, you know, I was the skinny kid, right? I was six feet, one hundred and twenty pounds, and I was a skinny kid. So, I didn't want to be a skinny kid anymore. For so, sure. um, I took up weightlifting and I really didn't know that bodybuilding was a thing until probably my sophomore junior year of college and I fell in love with training and just like what it did for me as a person and kind of who it made me become um, just was my outlet and when I started you know talking to other girls women you know at the time girls about it and and really working with other people and kind of helping them with their journey I realized that what it does is it it gives you an outlet and it also instills confidence in you and so for me, personal training is, is my way of really making other people believe in themselves because if you look good, you feel good, right? Yeah. So um, for me, it's so much more than just, just the training. It's, it's become my obsession researching and knowing all, all what it takes to know yeah. <laughs> to be a personal trainer, Most but definitely. also just like making other people believe in who they are and, and their abilities, getting them to do things they never thought they could do. Definitely. So. I, uh, I did a short, short minute of uh, being a personal coach because technically I wasn't certified yeah. for Planet Fitness, which that's a whole nother story. 
but like seeing my clients like come in the gym and like do something and change their life like it was amazing like I got into powerlifting 19 um, coming out of treatment like and I oh, yeah. wanted to be the skinny kid I didn't want to be the skinny exactly. kid anymore so I got into powerlifting and like it's just one if I don't go to the gym I'm fucked yeah it's definitely something that you look forward to and I mean it's kind of fun to see people that really don't like being there and you, you know you train them a couple times and they're like looking at the clock like is this over yet but then right. like by the time you're really like well into the program they're you know looking forward to it and it's something they actually talk about outside of the gym it's something that that becomes their own I guess so so how did you like get into like you know why don't if I can say this properly why are you like working with fuel instead of like doing it on your own like why what does fuel do for you so basically <laughs> I actually just took on training TRX, so I do TRX band classes. Gotcha. Um, so basically, Fuel just allows me to get out there and get seen. They have okay. a really good um, marketing going for them, and uh, really just being able to train people in person and kind of be able to, you know, interact with people. Online yeah. training is really awesome, but a lot of times what you'll find is that your clients aren't doing what you're telling them to. <laughs> so it's kind of nice to be able to be there in person and also see those transformations. And also when I, when I uh, post you know, my in-person clients transformations on, on my social media, then, then the people can kind of get that hope and, and instill that like confidence that yes, I can make this happen. So that's kind of where that comes from. And also I just love the Fuel family. I love the people there. I love. I like it there. I know every few has a different vibe, but the one here has really got a lot going for it. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I when I first got into you know lifting like seven years ago, I didn't like the fuel vibe, mm -hmm. but now I kind of want to switch to the fuel vibe because like those are the people who are serious. Yeah. It's not. Sure. Yeah. Like other gyms, you know, like you know Helena, so it's yeah different vibe for sure. But like, yeah. I, but it, when I just moved back from Vegas, I sorry my ADD is crazy. I, yeah. <laughs> No, oh, okay. no, but uh, when I moved back from Vegas, um, it uh, I just re-signed with Capital City, and I I wish I signed with Fuel, but it is what it is. So I like Cap City. I mean, I, when I was in Helena, I went there too. I think I mean I've I've lived in Bozeman, Helena, and Missoula, right? I've been to almost all the gyms in all three cities. They yeah. all have way different vibes, and you just got to find what works for you. But the vibe changed throughout the year, right? So yeah. you're you know. You got right now. Everybody's getting ready to compete in the spring, so yeah. all, everybody's cut and lean, and I'm in there like, oh my gosh, you know. Um, but then in the winter, everybody bulks up and everybody's a little lax, and then yeah. you know it, it kind of. So it's a it's a time of the year thing too. So you, you touched on uh, you you want to like make people believe in themselves. Like let's talk about that. Like what do you what do you mean by that? What's your mission statement behind that? So I started this business, create, and that's you know create athletes is my all my business. Yeah. And I started it when I was in high school and I didn't really know what it meant. I didn't want to know what I wanted to do with it. I thought it was going to be a clothing line. I thought it was going to be, you know, whatever. I, I didn't know. I had so many different ideas for it. Yeah. But I owned this business. Um, initially, I went to Vegas to Magic for the clothing show because I okay. thought I wanted to get in fashion. And so I had to have a business license to be, or, you know, whatever, to see, to see all the stuff. And I went there with my mom and I was like, wow. My mom was an entrepreneur. She owned her own business in the mall, Capitol Hill Mall, when it was a thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, way so, back when. Yeah, yeah. So um, she kind of, you know, I was kind of like, I, I want to own my own business. I just didn't know what. So create is anything. Like you create yourself, you create athletes, you create, you know, whatever. So um, 
I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, and really, I mean, I'm 28 years old. I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do until I turned 28, <laughs> to be honest with you. And, and that may even change. But I think that it's just finding what you want to do and who you want to be and being yourself. And it's so sad because I talk to people. I mean, I'm in the people's business, right? Mm -hmm. I communicate with people all day long. And I talk to so many people and they don't know what they want. They don't know they're not happy with what they're doing. I'm like, why are you working for somebody else's dream when you could be working for your own? Or why are you doing And I mean, working corporate isn't a bad thing if you're doing what you love. But if you're not, then why are you doing that? So create is really just to create yourself. And, and when I talk to my clients online, I say, you know, you got to have a why. And I mean, entrepreneurs all know about the why, right? Yeah. So, sure. so they're like, well, my why is because I want to look good. And I said, that, that's going to happen. Okay, that's going to happen. But why do you want to look good? And it's always more than that, you know, something that you really, really want. And for me, what I want is I want to retire my parents and I want to give them back what they gave to me. So that's why I do what I do. That is, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that, having a mission behind the what and why. Like, yeah. And I if your why isn't strong enough, you know you will never succeed. You will right? never succeed. Yeah. So... You've been doing this since high school. Like, have you had any downfalls in your business? Any oh. struggles? Have I had any struggles? <laughs> um, I live a struggle. I mean, as an entrepreneur, you know struggles. Struggles are your everyday. Um, I guess, for me, it's just been not knowing what I wanted to do and mm -hmm. not having a strong enough why to be able to see myself doing it. When I was a kid, you know, I knew that I wanted to do something that I wanted to do, but I didn't know what that was. And I mean, I still struggle with that sometimes, like who am I? And I know you're talking about that with the gentleman in your first podcast, like who am I? Like who yeah. really am I? I don't know. And I think that it's okay not to know. And yeah. being okay with really not knowing what you really want is okay. And so yeah. it's a constant state of just development, like personal development, reading, uh, you know, Tony Robbins, reading Gary Vanzee, seeing all these guys oh, yeah. that, that, you know, they've been through it and getting through those struggles and, and letting them define who you become rather than set you back and limit you. I mean, struggles are, struggles are every day. Yeah, struggles are for sure. So you got struggle, you know, through your business. Like for me, um, you know, I went to treatment for 19 for heroin and then like I did it, you know, pretty well for a while and then in Vegas almost died. Um, that's a whole other story. So those are my personal struggles. Do you have any personal struggles you want to share? Like you don't have Absolutely. to. No, yeah, I'll, I'll share some you personal know? struggles. Um, so I went to North Dakota for school for two years, and I I was running track there, and track just wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't want. I didn't love it. I, I didn't want it enough, and I became very depressed, very suicidal. I was, you know, it was hard for me to see past. What am I gonna do? Like, I know right now I'm in college, I'm partying, I'm having, you know, a good time in the moment, but when I wake up, I feel bad, I feel terrible. I don't want to, it was hard. It was like, I don't want to continue. What am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I want to be. And I, I mean, when you're 19, you're like, this, I need to figure it out now. Yeah. And, and so if there's anybody 19 that's listening to this, like, trust me, it's a long road ahead. You're going to, you're going to figure it out. But and even going through graduating college in 2013, I still struggled with depression. And I mean, you know, you know what it's like outside. It's depressing, man. It's yeah. the sun doesn't come out. But um, really, just not just thinking like I can't get past this, and and being really suicidal, and just thinking like I can't do this. And 
I mean, I, I, I continue to struggle with depression. I, I wouldn't say I'm suicidal anymore, but yeah. it's something that really boggles you down and, and yeah. anybody that suffers with depression would under, would know that, you know, I mean, you've been, you've yeah. been through it. No, you know yeah, it's I almost like. killed myself this, this last summer. Like I, yeah. you know, I it's depressed for a while. Absolutely. It's a struggle. It's definitely something that it's, it's, it's a disease. It's a mental illness and it, and it, you can't pull yourself out of it. You can't, sometimes you just can't keep the wheels turning but when you do when you do find the purpose and when you do you know you do you have a good thing going for you I, I'm sure you can say that you, you feel awesome right now sometimes you may not but eventually it always keeps going and, and I mean it, it's a constant battle and I always tell people it's not ever going to get better but you're going to get stronger so yeah you know you, how you cope with your day-to-day life pieces is so much better than what it used to be in like absolutely where I was, you know, I was sleeping in my car in Vegas seven months ago, and where I am today is so much better. Like, you, you got to put on the work. So, like, you know, every morning I wake up, you know, I make my bed because that's the first goal that I do. I, you know, I strategically plan out my day. Absolutely. Those are my morning habits. Like, what what are your morning habits for success? So I'm not a morning person. <laughs> You're not a morning. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. All right. Um, I don't know, have you read How Elrod's Morning Miracle? No, I have not. Okay, it's a great book. I highly recommend it. But, um, so I'm very much a night owl. So, yeah, for sure. I, um, before I go to sleep, I have this little book with me and I write down three positives that happened to me that day. Love it. And I just reflect on that and and I say, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened, This, this is all good. And so when I'm feeling, you know, kind of down and down and out and getting one of those ruts, I look at all the good things that have happened over the last couple of weeks and going into the next day, you know, if you, if you go to sleep with positive things on your mind, you're going to wake up in a positive mentality. And so kind of what I guess I say I'm working on since I'm not a morning person, I'm not going to lie to everybody and say, oh, I do this because I don't. <laughs> you hey, know? And everyone's different. You know? yeah. I'm just a morning person through Absolutely. practice. Yeah. Like I used to be in that owl for sure, but yeah. now like my my just my work schedule changed, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I guess my what I'm working on personally right now is not hitting the snooze, because you know everybody in my uh, network marketing company tells me hitting the snooze is hitting it is uh, putting pushing back your dreams. So mm-hmm. I'm trying not to hit the, that snooze and get up, get up. Right. So yeah. I uh, I watched uh, I listened to uh, one of Mel Robbins like TED Talks or something. And she's like, I don't press the, I forget exactly what she says, but she doesn't press the snooze anymore. Once that alarm goes off, she does the five second rule and she's up. Mm-hmm. Um, basically what you just said, yeah. but in a different way. So absolutely. Yeah, every time I press the snooze button, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I wake up at 3.30 every morning, except for today, that's a lie. I got up at seven, it's my first day off in like three weeks, so I, Hey, snoozed. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I definitely needed it. Some days I need to be at the gym early for those 5.30 classes, but other than that, I stay in bed as long as possible. Yeah. So, like, what do you do in your free time? <laughs> I get asked this so much, and I don't ever know what to say because I don't have free time. I, um, right? I love to read. I think reading, I love to read. I, I read a bunch of, you know, motivational I guess self. I, I don't like to call them self-help because they're really not self-help. They're they're personal development books. Yeah, no, I hear um, you. I like that same stuff too. Who yeah. are your favorite authors? Um, well, right now I'm reading Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Awesome. I 
Does he have a podcast? I'm not even sure. Anyway, okay. Sorry. I bet you he does. I listen to his. He has the YouTube and all that. Okay. I love Tony Robbins, of course. Who wouldn't? Yeah, most definitely. Um, and also Gary V. Yeah. Gary V. is my guy. Oh yeah. Those are some of my favorites. Um, Hal Elrod also. You should definitely. What's that? Hal Elrod. That uh, morning miracle book. You should check it out. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right on, cool. Yeah. So, have you read the uh, Crushing It from Gary Vee? I don't think I've read all of it. I have it. <laughs> I have so many. I don't think I've read all right. of it. I haven't. I just, you're it's, the only other person that I know who's even mentioned Gary Vee, and I just Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have all these, but I, yeah. No, he's awesome. I yeah. look forward to reading it. The rest of it. I mean, I read snips of everything, kind of, just because people quote it all the time. So I'm like, okay, I'll read that part, you know. But right, yeah. So, like, do you? So you got some personal struggles. Like, do you have anyone, like friends, family members, to share those personal struggles with? Someone close to you, like close friends, like? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely have a few friends that I kind of that kind of know know my struggles, but I also yeah. see a therapist. I. No shame in that. I think she's awesome. She helps me get through a lot and just helps me understand a lot too about myself and, and kind of points things out that other people may not know or may not see. Yeah, so. most definitely. I, uh, starting beginning of this year, I started seeing a therapist when I know I should have been seeing one years ago. For a long time. And totally opened up my mind. And like, it's crazy. Yeah, it just the stigma on that. Like, which Everything, I don't know where that stigma comes from. I know, no. And the thing that people are like, well, see a counselor I'm like yeah but the thing is she shows me like why this is caused like what where this came from or you know what where I get this anxiety from or why you know it's crazy because it's like you know your brain's wired a certain way and and certain people are like well why don't you work this way well because I wasn't brought up to work that way so I got to change this to figure out that it's crazy it's like personal development that's kind of what I look at it as Right. So, like, how old are you? Like, you don't have like exactly when you're like, I need to like start my personal development. Like, I know you talk, like you mentioned like weight training, but like, you like your entrepreneurial phase. Like, I guess you already kind of briefly discussed that about like your business. But when did you realize that you like you were an entrepreneur? Like, oh man, this I know is, I asked like six different is, questions on that, but yeah. So this is so I'm gonna kind of answer this in phases. So. When I was in high school, I started this business. Um, I guess from a young age, I looked up to my mom. I didn't know I was looking up to my mom, but right, she did this, and I kind of want to do this. And my dad's a principal. I didn't want to do anything yeah, <laughs> like that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I always kind of you know, thought that way. Yeah. And then I always wanted a brand. I was always super into branding. So when I went to college, um, even I guess in high school, you know, in DECA and that kind of stuff, I, I was always into the brand side of things and marketing. Yeah. And um, so when I was in college, all my all my professors were saying like, you have a really interesting take on everything because I guess I spun all of my uh, what do you call it Pers- public speaking, all mm-hmm. my media arts classes. They were all spun on brands and like, okay. and I didn't I really think of it, but yeah. they're like, yeah, you have a really good thing here. You did this and 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 so I was like, okay, so I'm really into brand ambassador. So I started. Um, I started grassroots modeling with a buddy who he's now in LA killing it working with Stillhouse uh, oh, whiskey. Awesome. Yeah, he, yeah. So we kind of started this modeling thing and I thought I wanted to be a model and yeah, 
<laughs> um, I went the modeling route and I started Tyler Blake, who you probably are familiar with. And, yeah, and that yeah. was kind of just creating somebody from nothing. Nobody okay. knew who Tyler Blake was. And I created an Instagram account to, you know, 12,000 12, followers from, from nothing, from somebody that, you know, maybe recognized my face but didn't know. And, and it, that's really what it was. <coughs> and did Excuse you start me. that in high school or did you start that after college. high school? Uh, I was college. in college, okay, yes. okay. So that was with uh, my good friend Dom. And hey, Dom, if you're watching this, but. Um, so we kind of did that and, and then throughout college and I guess a couple years after college I worked uh, with him on doing some events being uh, brand ambassadors. So I didn't do that a ton but I, I was a brand ambassador. I was the Twisted Tea Girl at Evil Days and okay. I, I okay. did you know, the Army um, National Guard booth at, at I think the folk festival or something. Oh, so cool. I was working with yeah. you know brands doing that, yeah. and I realized this is awesome. But then I got to a point, and I think um, you touched on this on one of your last podcasts about car salesmen. It's like okay. yeah. I don't want to use manipulation to get people to buy stuff because I hate being manipulated to buy stuff. Right. So I was like, I'm not. What I'm promoting, people do not need. And so that's kind of when I, I put the two together, like everybody needs better health and nutrition, and this is something that I could market. So then that's kind of when Create came full circle back to this is what I want it to be. And this year, I guess just 2017, early 2017, late 2016 is when I realized I'm gonna be an entrepreneur and this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it myself, you know? I'm not gonna promote anybody else. <laughs> Just so. promote you. I love yeah. it. Like you're obviously killing it. Like thank you. You know, I know, I know some people that you're helping in uh, in Helena, Kevin, and Kevin just speaks the world of you. Oh, I love Kevin. He's yeah. killing it. He yeah. is. He's a pleasure to work with. You're watching his trans. Like we work out of the same gym, and like you know, I, I observe him in the gym, and like I know since he started working with you, like he looks so much better. So obviously you know what you're doing. So he's putting in the work. That's that's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. But you're like with your guidance. Oh yeah. You know, you're definitely guiding him in the right direction. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Is there anyone like you you have trained who has like gone to competitions that you want to share? You don't have to, but I don't. I have helped a couple people in competition. Just you know, competition's tough because. You know, you have one coach that's com- coaching different competitors. And yeah. so, you know, during peak week, which is the time when everybody's frantic, freaking out, training, you know, texting their trainer 20 times a day, that they're like, you know, I can't do this. I, my coach isn't getting back to me. I'm like, look, your coach has to take a shower. Your coach has to shave. Your coach, <laughs> like, they have a life. But show me, show me what they're doing for you, and I'll help you. I'll explain to you why. And I think that's the biggest thing with personal training is people have to understand why they're doing it. Like with Kevin, I said, this is why we're doing this, because this. And then it makes sense. So then you can trust the process. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people are going into this blind. They don't know what they're doing. And I mean, I was doing that myself with, with my first show. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was just doing it. And then I was freaking out. And you don't trust the process. So then you start doing stuff yourself. And before I knew it, I it was 118 pounds on stage. Like, what the hell am I doing? You know, I'm six feet tall. That's not healthy. Yeah. So... I think it's just trusting the process, um, and, and I, so that's kind of why, you know, I haven't really coached anybody up until this point. I've helped a lot of people for sure understand mm-hmm. the process, but I do have a client up in Canada, and uh, she's lost 50 pounds in eight months, and I'm just I'm so proud of her, and you know, it's just trusting the process. It really is. So that's awesome. Yeah. How did you get connected with your client up in Canada? 
Uh, she was an Instagram follower and she hit me up and she's just like, I'm really unhappy with, you know, my current state and I do this, this and this. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And, I, and she's like, I, I think I want to do this. And, you know, a lot of times people who are in the weight loss, they have unrealistic expectations. So just, you know, circling it back to this is what we can do and this is how long it's going to probably take. But it's going to stick with, you know, some people or some coaches are, are like, no, okay, you want to do this, let's do it, and let's t do what it takes to get there. And then they reverse out because, you know, everything gets all messed up. So, yeah, it went well. Went on a little tangent there, but. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like, I, I love when people just go off. Like, I feel <laughs> really like that's like that. the most like, heart to heart. That's real, Absolutely. in my opinion. Like, yeah. other people, but that's awesome. I love it. Like, just, I didn't want to stop you, I just want to keep it going. Like, <laughs> What else does she got to say? I love it. I know, I know. I'll start talking about something that's not even relevant eventually. People, oh. yeah, people are always like, man, you talk too much. Well, I'm passionate about what I do. Yeah, so. no, exactly. Like, I hate when people just like are working a shitty job and they complain, complain, complain. Well, like, do something about it. Exactly. Like two years ago, I was bartending at Chili's and I hated it. So I went and got a vacuum and like cleaning supplies from the dollar store and started a detailing business. And it yeah. worked out really well until it didn't. My morals and stuff got in the way, but like I ended up, you know, like it did really well, and then it crashed and burned. Mm -hmm. But whatever, just I stopped doing the shitty car salesman. So I mean, anybody can do anything; they just yeah. have to want to do it, Most and definitely. that's you know, kind of. I mean, it's hard. It's not easy. I mean, doing what we do, right? It's not easy to yeah. to say, okay, I'm sitting at home and I could turn on a show, but I should get to work you know it, it's hard right. it really is and it takes a certain mentality for sure but I mean mindset is all is a hundred percent where it's at like. yeah so when you know if you were like gonna be training someone who just knows nothing about lift weightlifting nutrition know nothing is there like three things you want to share and like to get that person started or motivated yeah that's a good question wow um <coughs> So I think that the biggest, the biggest thing that, that I really stress is, is not comparing yourself to anybody else. Um, you know, you have 100 people in the gym and there's 100 different stories to tell. And you can't compare yourself to somebody else. And I think, you know, with social media, it's becoming terrible. People are just so depressed because they don't look like this person and they don't want to be like, they don't look like that person. But I think that what, you know, what I tell my clients, I, I had this conversation a couple days ago. I don't want you to sit here and compare yourself to her because she looks better than you. But look at this girl right here. She doesn't look as good as you. But it doesn't matter because they're both at different points and you're where you're at. So as long as you're better than, the one, than, than you were yesterday, then you're making progress. And you will be where that girl is if you keep making progress. But you can also go backwards to where that girl is if you if you don't continue to make progress. Most definitely. And so it's just trusting the process. And I I mean you're beating a dead horse. You know you can tell somebody that that hasn't begun a journey or anything like just trust me. I mean you know, you've heard that just trust me and you're like no right. no way you're crazy. And then a year down the line you're like man I should have just trusted that person because I would probably be there instead of here. Yeah. And so it's just trusting the process and really comparing yourself to your to your former self rather than comparing yourself to anybody else. 
Yeah, most definitely. When I, when I first got into powerlifting, my roommate at the time, he was like, no, get a notebook and write down everything. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to, like, even my calories or anything. And I wasn't, like, seeing any progress. I was like, well, where's your notebook at? So once I started doing the notebook and I, like, okay, my squat might have went up 2.5 pounds. But, like, that's 2.5 pounds than I, more than it was last week or the two weeks before. So, like... Now I just like I like to have mentors in my life and like you know in weightlifting and my spiritual way of life like whatever like even in this podcast like Absolutely. I don't know what I'm doing like come on like guide me and like mm-hmm. it was so hard for me to ask for help like do you have anyone like that you like seek a mentorship from like anyone that you look up to like, Absolutely I think I love this one because um, I was just listening to this podcast the other day and. Uh, this man was telling you know the audience always pay a mentor a little bit more than you think you can afford if you're an entrepreneur just to push you out of that comfort zone and uh, so I have I have a mentor that I that is helping me with my personal training business online I also have a bunch of mentors in my uh, network marketing business and they have absolutely opened my eyes to the world I mean, it's 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 crucial. It's absolutely crucial. I love I love mentorship. It's it's so important. Most definitely. So like, where when was like how old were you when you first got a mentor that you like knew that it was a mentor, not just somebody that um, you know? Yeah. So do you know Heath Sappington? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I know who he is. Who of course. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't think I've ever met him. He would, I would say he's my first mentor, and he probably doesn't even know that. But he, uh, I started mark- doing marketing events for GNC back in the day when he worked for GNC and for yeah. JJ. And um, he just, he really is the reason why I'm a personal trainer, because I was like, wow, this is a thing that you can make a good living doing. And I just always reach out, I still to this day reach out to him and say, you know, is this, you know, checks and balances, right? Um, is this look right? Is this good? And, and so I would say when I was, I think I was 25, 24 when I met Heath, he was my first kind of mentor that I really looked up to. And then just this year is when I started, no, it was last year, 2017 is when I started working with mentors. So late in the game. I would recommend them earlier. Yeah, <laughs> but is it ever too late? No, it's never too late. Like, it's yeah. never too late. Right? I have, I, yeah, I have 60-year-old women that I train. It's never too late. Exactly. So do you have anyone that you mentor? Um, I would say I mentor all my clients. I don't, I don't know who yeah. really looks up to me. Like, I know in my network marketing business, for sure, I have, you know, um, my downline and my business partners that I work with. Um, but I like to just say we're all partners, we're all even. I don't like to play that, I guess for me thinking thinking of myself as a mentor is a little bit scary (laughs) (laughs) at least you're humble about it (laughs) (laughs) don't do what I do (laughs) do what I don't do the opposite of what I do yeah Yeah. right yeah I mean I would I would definitely be a mentor to somebody someday maybe maybe if I I don't know well obviously you you know you're carrying a message (laughs) you're doing something like I think you bring value so hopefully somebody else thinks that you bring value what you have like 15,000 followers so obviously you're bringing value to some people so, yeah 15,000 people to be exact yeah hopefully so hopefully hopefully you know well when I like the second I don't find value in that person I unfollow them 
Yeah. It's like it's since we're so much on our phones, like if I'm just looking at toxic stuff and see ya. Yeah, like, absolutely. I, I try and eliminate all the toxic cancer out of my life. Like, you know. It's important. It's really important. Yeah. I have my running lists. I always go through my Facebook, and if I see some negative post that I want nothing to do with, I'll right. follow. And it, it can, especially, well, when you live in Helena, that small town vibe, oh, yeah. it, it's very easy. And I, I love, but I hate Helena. Oh, yeah. There's a love-hate relationship there, so... Yeah. I mean, it's definitely subjective, too, you know? I mean, there's there's people that are doing well in their realm, but it's maybe not my realm. It's nothing against them. As a person, it's just, I don't yeah. I don't... Different It path. is what different it is. Path. Different yeah, path. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. That, that whatever they're doing, that's okay. They're succeeding in it. Absolutely. It's not your cup of tea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like it. Not my cup of tea. Yeah, and, and that's all right. Um, so, how long have you been living in Missoula for? Two years. Two years as of January 10th. Hell yeah. Yeah. I went to school here from 2011 to 2013. Went back to Helena. Yeah. I think that's when you and I met first. Yeah. Then I moved to Bozeman. And okay. then I moved back to Missoula. I was doing that corporate hop around, you know? Yeah, you were uh, like Universal Athletics or something? Yes, yeah. Yeah, do you, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, first of all, the company's awesome. I... I the founders of the company are really great guys. Two of like, probably in Montana, two of the most outstanding men I've ever met. Um, uh, the Hel- so I started out in Helena, actually started working retail, you know, out of college. Fresh out of college, like, what am I gonna do? Work in retail. Yeah, for sure. You know, my professors must be proud. Um, and then shortly after that, the position for shipping and came open and I took that. And then shortly after that, they wanted to implement a CSR in Helena. Jumped on that. And then I really, I love athletics. I've worked in athletics my entire life. Um, my entire working career, I guess. Um, so I got an opportunity to move to Bozeman and work at the corporate office as the administrator, office admin. And I thought it was gonna be awesome and it just really ended up being not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, not what I wanted to do at all (laughs) and I just saw no growth for me there what you know I knew I had more to learn before I really could do anything on my own but I wasn't gonna learn it there and I needed more to experience so and Bozeman was just Bozeman is is a really good town it it is just not what I was at the time it's not what I was looking for Mm -hmm. all the fitness stuff was here at the time and that may have changed you know but um so I applied for a job at Sun Mountain Sports. I grew up golfing, and they're a huge golf bag company here in Missoula. Mm-hmm. And the uh, position came open, and I interviewed for it. I got the job. I moved up and moved here like the next day. Um, and I've been working there for two years, and I really like it. I really love. I mean, my boss is awesome. I love who I work with. Um, and. You know, it's allowing me to do all this other stuff as well. So, it's awesome. I, yeah. Well, the more you have going on, the more you get done. I don't know why that happens, but it's how I feel. No, I, I hear you. Like when I, I hate like being on a plateau because I'm just like I feel like I'm stuck. So like, if I all my eggs are not in the same basket, then I can like okay, I'm gonna stop here and go here. Exactly. Stop here and go yep. there. Like okay, yep. and then come back to it. So I, I love having different things going on. Like one, my ADD. Like I won't. Like I, 
yeah. and I don't take any medication for it, so I'm always like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. It's like a 60-40, but, you know. Almost an even wash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. 60 on the bad, 40 on the good. Yeah. But, you know, we're not perfect, so. Yeah, no. Like, I think it's cool. I mean, I think it's cool. You know, I, I talked to my mom the other day, and I was like, what am I doing? Like, why am I, you know, I'm still working. I'm not making enough in, in personal training to really be where I want to be. Is it... Is it bad that I'm still working, you know, another job? And she said, no, absolutely not. She started her, she started her uh, brick and mortar clothing store in Helena while still working full time and getting everything going. She said, everything's a process and you just got to believe it, you know, like, I knew, I know people, you know, they're all in this, all in that. And, and I think it's important to be diverse because you're keeping yourself in a check and balance system. like. You know those people that are just so indulged in one thing that they cannot see out of it and they, they, they like think they're right and then you become super strong-willed and strong-minded and it's like, you know, I mean, working at a lot of different places with a lot of different people keeps you humble, it keeps you grounded and, and always seeing more, the bigger picture, I guess. So. I love it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, and it, like, Missoula has way more open-minded people than it does in Helena, so it's like, oh, yeah. when, like, they're stuck onto something, they're stuck onto something. I, I lived in Missoula for a couple of years, and just, you know, when, when I come to visit, it's just such a different vibe. Oh, it's a different vibe, for sure. So, I, I hate to say, you know, it's not the environment that you're in, but sometimes it is. Oh, I believe it, 100% like, is. Like, yeah, and I mean, the thing is, some people, I know, I'm, I know a lot of people in Helena, you know, like, people that are doing well and people that love what they're doing but it's a culture that they like and they're they're cool with it you know for me Helena was just a negative negative space and yeah. where <laughs> the magnet just shifted me towards not good some people you know I mean there's a lot going on in Helena believe it or not there's a lot going on in Butte you know people are like oh Butte's the worst no Butte's actually really awesome like, <laughs> you just kind of got to find find a vibe that works for you and in a, in a vibe that you can thrive in and and just roll with it but totally. it's definitely <laughs> Helen is not for every, it's not for me it's not for everybody yeah but. right it's not for me either like it's I'm there for now but I'm you know oh, gonna yeah. not be there forever that's yeah. okay I mean I know people that work for the government or for the city and they absolutely love it they they're doing awesome things and yeah. it's so cool and I and you know what that's awesome yeah it's awesome that they can do that but yeah. for yeah. an entrepreneur you know Montana's pretty hard Montana's really hard for entrepreneurs because it's just tough. People are tough. And in Helena, it's like, go to work, go to the gym, go home. You know, if you drive, if you drive around Helena at nine o'clock, there's nobody out. Right. <laughs> Everything's shut down. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> so yeah. it's just the vibe. It, it's a lot. The vibe. Yeah. When I, you know, if I can't sleep at like midnight, I'm like, where am I gonna go eat? There's only one place that's open. Better drive to Shelly's. Exactly. That's what, <laughs> exactly. Like, so they're Burger King or Shelly's. Well, Shelly's is a little bit healthier. Yeah. Um, and at least I'll get some customer service. Exactly. So I'm not saying the Helena Burger King has shitty customer service, but it's, I get some interaction. Exactly. So yeah. It is That's burgers. funny. <laughs> Man, so like, do you have like a favorite quote that you like go by, live by, anything like that? My mantra... Mantra, mantra, say it, mantra, mantra, mantra. Is tomato, um, tomato, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't know my motto, my quote. 
for everything is um, today is tomorrow relative to yesterday. So, I don't know, for me it just means like, you know, everybody gives you the excuse of I'll start tomorrow, I'll do this tomorrow, or whatever, and, and today is tomorrow. So, it, it just keeps me going, and, and knowing that like, there's gonna be good days, there's gonna be bad days, but as long as you have more good days than bad, you're, you're making progress. It's definitely. All my clients are like laughing right now because they know I say that all the time. <laughs> As long as you have more good days than bad days, you're good. It's all, hey, you know, like, just, like, life is not going to be rainbows and butterflies. Like, you'll have ups and downs, so that's all. That's I okay. Have, yeah, and I have all the ups and all the downs, so. Yeah, I, me too. I, like, me too. Just being aware of it and knowing and admitting it, I think, it pulls a lot of weight because in, at the end of the day, you know, we're all the same people. I mean, you look at really successful business people or just successful people in general and they're still people too. Yeah. We're all people. Exactly. Nobody's so perfect. You can't put anybody on a pedestal because yeah. you don't know what happens behind closed doors. Well, do you have any, like, I'm not trying to cut you short. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? What was it that you texted? Did we touch on what you talked to me about earlier? Uh, what, what was, was your... Uh, you had a message. Um, if you... You're, if you had a message to the world oh, to yeah. get out, to change the world, what would it be? Or if you were on a TED Talk for 20 minutes, what would you talk about? And I, I thought you... Oh, uh, yeah. In like... I thought you already just, like believing in yourself. You already yep. touched on that, but if you want to go like more in depth with that, let's do it. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, yeah, I thought you went pretty in depth with it more. But if you got more to say, let's let's hear it. Like, I don't want to beat the dead horse. I'm good at that. But I mean, just believe in yourself. Like, believe in in what you're doing, and what it, like if you're not happy with what you're doing, you're 100% control to change it, to make the change, and. Just go out there and do it. And honestly, like, I'll say this from experience, it's all about the small things. Doing the small things. Becoming, mastering the small, small things. Anybody that's in any sport would know that. Master the fundamentals before you progress to anything advanced. And I mean, that's really what it's about. Just becoming good at the small things. And becoming consistent. Consistency is key. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I'm not consistent. Like, I try and be, but... Some days, like today, I slept in. That's okay, but like, it, just because I took one step back doesn't mean I gotta take three steps back. No. I can take the steps forward and, you know, still still believe in who I wanna be. Oh, absolutely. And it's not bad, I mean, it's not bad to, it's not bad to take a break. It's not bad to press pause for a minute. I mean, everybody has, everybody has something to go through. And, you know, I think like all these, uh, motivational speakers are always talking about keep going keep going keep going and it's okay to take a break I've taken a lot of breaks I've you know I've done some deep self-reflection and said what am I doing and it's okay to do that you're yeah. still you're still always it's it's always gonna be there and and you're always you're never gonna be perfect but just keep plugging yeah I, uh, I've been really into the process of like writing down like my defects of character and like auditing myself and like seeing Absolutely. where I can prepare myself and like bring him to like my close friends like hey what do you think about this and like have him like tell me like 
what is this? Like my first podcast episode, I'm just like, hey, tell me what I can improve on. Like, what can I do? And like, I need to have those people in my life who are gonna tell me the truth, not exactly cosign my beat. My BS. If you close on my BS, you're setting me up for failure. Failure, absolutely. I believe that with my clients too. You know, I always tell them, I'm not, I'm not here to be the nice guy. This is gonna suck. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna burn. It's gonna, it's gonna, but it's gonna make you better. And I'm not gonna tell you good job if you're not doing good. And I'm not gonna be easy on grading your meal, your meals if it, if you're not being good. I'm not gonna tell you that way. I'm gonna tell you how it is because that's what you need in order to make yourself better. Right. And yeah. That's just, Exactly. I love those types of relationships. We're not in the part. I mean, I know we're in the participation medal era here, but it's not what. It, that's not what's going to get you ahead. Right? <laughs> like, man, I, I I completely agree with that. Don't want to piss a bunch of people off, but I, let's be real. Yeah. No. Like, I don't want to piss a bunch of people off, but if like whatever, like we're both thinking it. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, awesome. Do you have anything else? I'm good. All right. Well, I definitely, I definitely appreciate your time. Thank yeah. You for being patient thank you. Uh, so, is I'm there so anything glad. that, oh, go ahead. No, I was is saying there, thank you. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Is there anything that I can do in your personal journey, like, to help you? Keep putting out posts, man. I love listening to them. Right. Keep putting them out. Keep getting good people on here. Because it's, it's motivational. And especially people in Montana. I mean... I, I think you would agree that Montana has has a different kind of worker coming out of here, and you just know how to endure and know how to get through get through the grit. And it's always fun to hear successful people talk and, and see kind of what their mentality is. So keep doing it. Well, thank you. 